TikTok, TikTok. Stop clock watching and put that curious mind to better use. ThoughtWorks is hiring for roles across the U.S. to help ignite the endless possibilities of tech. From senior and lead developers to data engineers, infrastructure consultants, and more. They're looking for talented technologists to join them in revolutionizing the tech industry. Make your mark. Learn more at ThoughtWorks.com slash careers. ToplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 48 <laughs> of the Topless so Robot now. Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Brooks. <laughs> I'm Dan. I'm disappointed. <laughs> and, uh, butter yeah. Butterbean, Um It's... <laughs> <laughs> it feels uh, weird to be doing the podcast because uh, we did the podcast on a Friday night uh, over Game On, so now we're, like, back on schedule. Our podcast muscles have atrophied. Yeah, right. The, because we had more time between. I feel like Christian Bale during the Machinist. <laughs> the Machinist? Machinist. I keep calling it the Machinist because Mach- that's what I read machinist. it as. You know, that's that's what Christian Bale goes on an 11 year journey to become the greatest barista. <laughs> <laughs> I will make the world. I most read it as the Machinist. I never heard it oh, actually said to me. Oh, my best macchiato ever. <laughs> 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 Tyler, uh, is that is that film a biopic? Yes. A yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you very much, Ryan. Thank you for pointing out how great I am at addiction. That's what I'm here for. It's just literally what I'm here for. To to pat me on the back. And, and <laughs> That's my, a word for be it. Be my real dad. <laughs> be be my support. <laughs> Pat to, you, pat you on the sure back with, with knives. Yeah, be the, but, be the buttress to my cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you said butt. Be the parapet to my fortress. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> We're back, baby. <laughs> God damn. Um, it's like we never left. <laughs> so it's like Ryan's kept us in a closet for the last week. Uh, we have to you. Get out or eat or or even we get to hang out in the employee lounge. Yeah, that's that's the basement, Brooks. I hate to break it to you. He just locked you in a closet down in the basement. There's a couch down there. <laughs> a couple of them. Yeah. Um, so this week uh, has seen the return of a couple of uh, great uh, nostalgic properties. And it has also been a week. I haven't said that in like a month. <laughs> it's been, been a week. Month? God damn it. Um, Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. And Invader Zim Enter the Florpus. uh, Both dropped on Netflix this week. I haven't watched Rocco's Modern Life. I've actually heard kind of mixed reviews about it. Like that it's too meta. Oh. Uh, But I watched uh, Invader Zim Enter the Florpus this morning and it is outstanding. I'm very excited. I need to. I need to. I've seen those. Uh, they're on my on my watch list. I'm I'm ready to watch them, but I have not yet. Also, I've been in LA for those who uh, are big uh, fans of like crime series or serial killer dramas or you know true crime and 
uh, whatnot uh, will remember Mindhunter, which was a really great Netflix original. Uh, the first season revolved mostly around uh, the co-ed killer, Ed Kemper, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, some other you know notable appearances, uh, but mostly it's about the creation of uh, the study of behavior in within the FBI. And the uh, science behind serial killers. Oh, my God. <laughs> if our listeners don't kill you, I will. Because that doesn't hit the mic ro- very well. Um, doesn't hit my eardrums very yeah, well. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, but uh, season two came out uh, this past week. Oh, and that's right. Yeah. Uh, season two focuses on, the, uh, on uh, Charles Manson um and the murders of black children in atlanta from the late 70s to early 80s mm. uh which was a huge huge like civil rights uh thing in at the time like it was everyone was kind of no one was taking it seriously there were like 29 11 year old Black was kids. On purpose, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, who were killed, kidnapped, and killed uh, in Atlanta uh, in the late 70s and early 80s. And I don't know the full story about it, um, but obviously, you know, from watching a series, you get into you start looking stuff up and it's like oh i wonder if this is really how this was or this is how really how this was and you go on those wikipedia rabbit holes yeah just right drag you deeper and deeper and deeper until all of a sudden you look up and it's five in the morning and you're like i have work in the morning and then you just feel disappointed in yourself but you've you, learned a lot and they've been on a nice Tyler, journey I, I, I think you're gonna need to cool it on the aperol spritzes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, from, I didn't count how many times I've heard you say Aperol spritz. <laughs> Twice. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, from what I've read, they, like, they did a very good job of uh, portraying uh, the investigation of this and, and stuff like that. It's a really good series. A really, really good series. I want to watch it because I'm always, I definitely, I, I've, I've professed my interest in the serial killer stuff before. Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> Man, you are Pavlov. Just in case, for all the reader, the, the readers. readers, all I'm, the people I'm, I'm reading a... these words, for all the readers on our WordPress page. I just, <laughs> I just drove six hours from LA. I'm tired. I thought you said you were but Tyler. But Ryan reached for his beer, and it's dangerously like in the same area There's a as the foot spray between bottle. the spray bottle and the beer. Let's be clear here. You're from my perspective, the Jedi are evil, and also you could have reached either way. <laughs> Fucking god damn it! <laughs> what? From my perspective, the Jedi are evil. Me. <laughs> I can't say from my perspective without ending it with that prequel. Uh. <laughs> I can't. And now I'm all completely sidetracked. I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, My all of all of that stuff is good and binge worthy because I seriously watched it all within the past two days. Um, because uh, weekends are when I sleep and watch things and try and catch up on what the rest of the world is talking about. So yeah. worth it. Worth the time. There, uh, speaking of uh, series and, and news and cool stuff, there was actually a lot of uh, interesting news f- 
from uh, something that I've been following with oh, Lake great interest. Uh, Wheel of Time. Ah, uh, yes, I've heard about this. For everyone who actually cares, which I have a feeling not quite, not a lot. At this point, not many. Like, they, they missed a lot of, a lot of opportunities with uh, that series. In terms of... It was at its height of popularity a long time ago. In... In the series, far defense. back on the wheel of time. <laughs> in the, in like the series, my, defense, the author, you know, my mom loves those died books. in right. the middle of writing it. That has nothing to do with one's capability of turning it into a series. It's been optioned for as long as it's been popular. Yeah, it's also a very difficult thing to option and to create into something. It was optioned for so long that it was about to expire. Remember, we've talked about yep. this on the podcast before. And so Good they bought airtime to uh, and uh, created a fucking terrible bullshit series and aired it in an infomercial spot. It was 30 minutes. It was just the prologue of Wheel of Time. Word for word, they did not actually write a script. It was just th- and Billy Zane was Ishmael and it was it was brilliant. I loved and it. it was you mean Billy thing. Zane of Phantom fame? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking of Titanic fame, oh. obviously. Uh, but yeah, you know, the way these rights work is you have to do something with the rights that you hold within a certain amount of time. Otherwise, the rights revert to the original owner. Right. And the people who had been sitting on those rights for Red so Eagle long Entertainment. Uh, decided that in order to save their lapse of the rights they would buy an infomercial spot and shoot the lowest budget 30-minute bullshit that they could <laughs> and put it out. And I don't remember how that ended because uh, uh, they were trying to make an argument for that not counting, like that not being legitimate. Um, I don't know exactly how the whole legal process went, but Red Eagle's technically still attached to this new project, but only in name. They're not actually being used. And it was something to do with how that happened, like with the legal lease and everything that happened with the contract. Because technically, they did something with the rights. There was a loophole that they used, but I think they, I think what happened was like basically the Robert Jordan estate uh, was like, okay, you know what? We don't want you on this anymore. We're gonna buy your rights by putting you or buy buy this back and by putting you like attaching you to the project, but you're doing nothing with it. We're gonna sell the rights to someone else to make it. And now we have Rafe Judkins writing the script. Um, and That sounds like a fake name. It totally does. My D&D character, <laughs> Rafe Dave Judkins. It, Rafe it sounds, Judkins. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like a fantasy character that somebody would play. He's my, <laughs> he's my half-elf sorcerer. <laughs> he, he wrote um, On My Worst Enemy, Chuck, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. So decent writing. How much, how much of Chuck did he write, Shield. though? Uh, how much uh, wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck <laughs> I think that's a better question. I don't know. How, how many? Ty- I have no idea. It's it's how, not important. How many Tylers could a Tyler tie up if a Tyler could tie up Tylers? It's a good question. <laughs> but uh, long story short, I, I've been following Rafe Judkins' uh, Twitter profile. He's like a super fan, and like like literally this whole last like six months, seven months since he was announced as writer, like. Every week he's doing like Wheel of Time Wednesdays. He's been leaking scripts and he's just been geeking about about everything. And they have castings for the main characters is where we're going here. The Eamons Fielders, 
I don't know if anyone's actually read Wheel of Time in here. No, but uh, the, I've read the and, first and one. I read, venture but... a guess if I have. <laughs> I, I was hoping Brooks would be able to back me up. But at least you have <laughs> no, I'm, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> but uh, they do have the main, the farm boy characters, the the farm boy, the coming of age story characters from the very first book. They're, you know, they're they've all been cast now. So we have Egwene, we have Rand, Matt, and Perrin. Um, they've all been Matt and, and, and his brother they, Bill, and then they also uh, <laughs> cast uh, for for Moiran the Ace Sedai. Well, that was news a little while back, but uh, she is what's her name from? Uh, oh, oh, Lost Girl. Um, you keep saying words. Yeah, it's <laughs> just a mash. But I, I suppose this, this, this <laughs> is... I'm excited as the end of this. I'm going to cut this off real, pretty quick. I'm really excited. You don't have to we cut finally it have some, We finally have some real news. There's actually main characters that I've been wanting to see on screen for forever. I have actually been cast. They look pretty awesome. Uh, there's been a little bit of backlash because they made them black and everyone's like, but white people! And then yeah. just, yeah. As everything... As That's the cool thing about fantasy. It in, doesn't matter. In Middle Ages, there were no black people. Shut the fuck up. You are all racist and you know it! Good lord. <laughs> black people didn't exist until they spontaneously sprung into existence <laughs> when American colonials enslaved them. Is that what you think? <laughs> you, see, yes. you see, at the moment of first contact... <laughs> <laughs> the now, slave traders struck. It's not like, you know, we've ever had any sort of record of black people existing in the Middle Ages. That doesn't happen. No. Of course not. No. That's yeah. not real. Well, it's not like the whole of humanity can be traced back to uh, black people. Like, of course not. <laughs> Listen here, fellas. So the whole of humanity can be traced back to a nasty ass puddle way out somewhere. <laughs> Rosamund Pike is Moran. Okay. And, and she's awesome. And she... uh, I'm going to let you finish, but his dark designs. I'm more excited about that. I've, I've read those. Way more excited about that. Mm. Yeah. And it looks fucking outstanding. It does look really It's look the girl uh, who plays uh, X-23 in uh, yeah. uh, Logan. Um, it's actually a lot of like really good casting. Um, it looks outstanding. It looks like it's going to do it justice like Golden Compass didn't. Golden Compass was terrible, and I try not to think about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I say that as someone who is completely unfamiliar with the source material. Um, I recommend giving, giving oh, yeah, it a read. Miranda it's, it's not, yep. attached to it. It's not it's actually... It's not a super difficult read his dark materials like it's, his dark materials that's what it it, is. it's definitely a fantasy like uh it's got and i hate using this word because i hate the people that take that took this word too seriously about five six years ago and that's it's a little steampunk okay it's a little steampunk uh leaning more yeah, towards diesel punk actually oh. um but um, overall, though, it's just really well written. Mm -hmm. The books are. And there's a lot going on. There's lots of interesting plot elements. And there's really... Uh, some people have made, claimed it to be like a secular uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. And, and that's... And I, I guess you could say that. Uh, I mean... That's something that has intrigued me about it. Because while I grew up loving Chronicles of Narnia... I did not realize growing up that it was a religious thing. Mm -hmm. um, and the lion's gone. You got oh, tricked. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. The lion I, it, is Bob it, Marley. It made me. <laughs> um, the lion is Snoop. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel tricked. Yeah. Uh, as a result. Bamboozled. Wait, 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 wait. Um, and uh, so that uh, aspect of it interested me. But also in watching The Golden Compass, there were enough intriguing elements there that made me wish I was seeing it executed better. Mm. Uh, it made me want to learn more about this world and and see it done well and see it done right. It's really great we'll go watching. Then, for really there are great. other worlds than these. Um, it's really great yeah. watching movies uh, that had uh, or that are bad adaptations of their source material uh, and having not read the source material because then you don't suffer through it. <laughs> sure. That's how I was but with. Uh, it's that's so how I was with bad. Dark Tower. See, that's the approach that I take. I, I will never be disappointed by a movie that's based on a book unless the movie is just actually shitty. Yeah. Not if it butchers the source material because I haven't read it. And Golden uh, Compass was not a good movie. Did, like, did you mention the Dark Tower over there? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good movie. I, it was it just a terrible didn't personally film. offend me because I haven't finished all of them. <laughs> it it didn't offend me because it was a poor adaptation. Or like it didn't follow the book enough. It it offended me because it sucked. <laughs> it sucked it was and was good. attached to like a beloved franchise. Yeah, it also had great actors. There was no reason it for it to suck so. Idris Elba was a great Roland, and, and Matthew McConaughey was a good Man in Black. Black. Yes, he was. Like yes, honestly, was. from the three books that I have read, of the the, series, the, the casting was fine. It just wasn't written very well. It felt like they weren't sure if they were going to be able to get an entire series out of it. Yeah. So they tried to force the We have the to wrap it up at the end real quick just in case it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but I have fortunately have dodged that bullet. I have not watched that film yet because well, just the amount of screeching people. <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about that because Amazon Amazon is doing Wizard and Glass as a series. Yeah, they are. Uh, and it's going to be really, really good. I hope so. I mean, be. I have yet to see an Amazon series uh, where I went meh. Or I'm trying to think of one that I disliked think is outright or or anything like that. I mean, uh, I the Tick was extremely well done. The Tick is so good. Uh, <laughs> it's a shame that it got canceled. Oh, it uh, got canceled. Oh yeah, it got canceled. A you while got slam dunked in the yeah. dumpster, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it got. Go on, Jack. Go on. I think it it got three seasons. I think, mm -hmm. and they're and then they're they're done. Um, the marvelous Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Maisel is one of the best series. <clears throat> I've only seen a little bit of that, but it was it I is enjoyed what I saw. phenomenally hilarious. It is absolutely hilarious. Man on the High Castle mm. is dope. You know, I, I keep trying mm. to start that. I wasn't actually super into that show. Um, I, I love the concept it. of it. I, I don't think that the show is done poorly. I just I just like the 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 uh, source material. Yeah, and it, it's a shorter book, so stretching uh, that out over a bunch of seasons, it just didn't really interest me. It's like, mm. Yeah, they I read the book. I, I know what happens. They expand on the source material though, and they make it even. They delve deeper into the sci-fi, and it's it, it becomes it kind of goes off the rails a little bit, but I, I revel in it. I, I love it. <clears throat> I enjoy that the book is more like slices of life in another in, in an alternate reality. Uh, I mean, with some of the stuff they feature in the show, the the plot and like the overarching plot, um, but it just the way it was broken up. I was like, yeah, this is great. This is short. 
uh in general i really enjoy alternate reality stories like me that. too uh anyway like uh actually interestingly the um i think it was a uh, insomniac game uh resistance oh yeah 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 did the same kind of thing mm-hmm. it was like if uh the i can't remember what their real hinging premise was but it was essentially like if nazis had aliens uh fighting for them so <laughs> so so metal slug yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you know, and won the war. Yeah. So uh, metal slug. There's so many stories like that, and it's just so weird how kind of like based, not based on reality, but like just all the crazy shit that the Nazis tried to do. It's not far from right. the mark. It's basically like if the Nazis were successful in one of their occult endeavors. Yeah. The, I love uh, those stories. They, they're so they, they rolled enough 20s in a row and then aliens, you know, showed up. And, <laughs> like, like Hellboy, if, if, if the Nazis had, actually yeah, had actually power summoned of, a, de- of a devil. Yeah. If, um, if you're interested, I mean, as far as reading goes in uh, good alternate reality stories. There's an author. Uh, his name is Harry Turtledove, and I know it sounds made up. Uh, who writes some really cool ones? Because like, um, I, when I was a teenager, I read one of his books called Gunpowder Empire, and it was if the Romans had discovered the use of gunpowder. Interesting. And it's like a lots of what ifs. Because I mean, you have you have your your really played out alternate realities like what if the nazis won world war ii or sure. or what if the you know the, man the, on the, the high castle what no, if the uh, yeah or, or what if the the south won the civil war or yeah. lots of like of those creative for maybe at the time you know well, and but i mean if you think about it those are the obvious choices yeah because these are the you know when you look back upon our history these are the the things that we can point to that were the most pivotal pivotal, um, you know, turning fights. points for history. Yeah, yeah. like it, if, if the South was fighting for slavery, if the South had won, slavery would still be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Nazis were fighting for uh, the genocide of all uh, non Aryan race. Extra you know? bad. Like, it, it, I mean, mm. there are these conflicts that we've been involved in that are identifiably you know just huge turning point conflicts that make sense it's it's easier to base an alternate reality thing off of these big turning point moments as opposed to any smaller nuanced things Mm. Uh, because it's something that everyone can be like oh yeah I can see how that would happen sometimes with like some of the smaller nuanced things you start getting into like the butterfly effect and uh, where this microcosm you know thing that happens in its little bubble if it changes are we in a microcosm (laughs) (laughs) we're in in the microcosm where Trump won (laughs) (laughs) that specific example that you use though with the romans discovering gunpowder that's such an interesting thing to think about that's one small variable that you change but that has some terrifying implications yeah yeah no can you imagine if the world's most lethal fighting force was you know got even more of a one-up on the rest of the world yeah yeah and started running around shooting barbarians instead of chopping them in half yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well, I mean, that would considering be considering the insane. issue the issue with the roman empire was not necessarily their power it was that they spread out really yeah, far and the, collapsed in interiorly and also but too many little caesars that might it might have actually been feasible if they had to invest less manpower over a wider area because they had gunpowder so they probably could have expanded their empire even more mm-hmm. that's the stuff i like to think about when we talk about these weird little changes yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that so, would be very, very interesting. I like to think about what if we replaced uh, 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 Roman warriors' swords with uh, giant floppy pink dildos, and then we can see where that goes. They'd probably still beat some barbarians to death with <laughs> well, it. There would, there would still be a, a, a Truscans around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, those are, those are the Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh. They discovered vulcanized we, rubber. Yeah, we have first. philosophy, oh we have big pink dildos, and boy, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Topless Robot Podcast. <laughs> that should be the new tagline. <laughs> philosophy, big pink, pink dildos. Um, and sweet and sour barbecue sauce. <laughs> So, uh, how has your uh, all of your post-con week been? Let me tell you that that was the most glorious, uh, like, come down on Monday. Yeah, just sinking into the. Oh yeah. Into the uh, my day off was just like I'm just gonna sit on this couch and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I'm not even gonna talk, and if, and if someone's around, I'm not even gonna make a joke. Just gonna do nothing. <laughs> yeah, Sunday coming home after I know I left a little earlier, but I went. To, so I went to practice for the band, and then came back and sat on my couch and realized I had not sat on my couch in like two solid weeks. And I just sat there. I'm like, this is peace. This is the most brilliant thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I looked at the ceiling for 15 minutes. And then I started playing Horizon Zero Dot. <laughs> nice. Mine was a mediocre week. <laughs> uh, I hate August. It's the worst month of the year for many reasons. And uh, I didn't get really any sleep between a couple different things. Mostly the heat waking me up over and over again. Well, I heard August burns red, so. Yeah, well, uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, last night was the first night I actually got a decent amount of sleep. And I slept for 10 hours. Hell Here we yeah. are, baby. The top yeah. of robot podcast. <laughs> We got him spots hanging. Dan today. He's just leaving leave me hanging. Hanging. I didn't. I don't. I can't see you through the mic. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's you know, um, like a personal problem, a personnel problem. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> yeah, I behind uh, you. Uh, <laughs> writes pink slip. <laughs> <laughs> The ninja of HR. <laughs> I think you might have broken Ryan. <laughs> oh, shut up. That was good. <laughs> um, just, see, like he's shorting out. You can see the like, oh, sorry. That's just like Tyler hair. Flex. I was uh, originally not even going to host Rock Band Monday because I knew I was going to be so fucking burned out from uh, the uh, weekend. But uh, it was Kalis's birthday, so I had to host Rock Band Monday. Um but I eventually got some sleep this weekend. <laughs> yesterday was almost entirely sleep. Nice. We all needed it. Yeah, I did yeah, not we did. sleep yesterday. I woke up at five in the morning, drove to LA, then went to the beach, then went to see demons and wizards, went back to my Airbnb at around 1230, then slept till seven. This weekend has also been very tiring. And then I drove here and here I am. That I'm actually, sorry you had to go and have fun. It was a lot of fun. That actually sounds pretty reasonable it considering, was you know, talk to me when you've driven to LA and back for a show in one day. I will never do that because, you know, I have this thing called a brain and 
it tells me not to try and kill myself. <laughs> I had, Sometimes. I had to pull into a gas station and sleep in the gas station uh, parking lot. Uh, that was when you bit. went and saw... Proto Men and Bit Brigade, yeah. Yup. Yeah. Yep. Well, I remember. That was an awesome show. Um, and Can you just take a day off? I don't know, because uh, days off and valuable why? stuff. Yeah. It's 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 the rush of adventure, Tyler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the rush of adventure. Being locked in your car for a total of twelve to fourteen hours in a single day, <laughs> <laughs> exploring the brave frontier. Yes, <laughs> number three, please. The Diet Coke. <laughs> no one's ever taken this route before. I'm a trailblazer. You're and those stuck behind two hours of traffic at the McDonald's on the edge of forever. <laughs> 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 my burger was cold and my fries soft. <laughs> um, Ronald McDonald must die. <laughs> this is my story. I feel like there are things that happened this week that I'm forgetting about. Well, we um, got that super rad switch thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, if you recently bought a switch, Nintendo will replace it with a new model switch uh, free of charge. Um, and, uh, how reason, I don't know what their time frame is, uh, with it. We'll add the last 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just change your, uh, period of how you're like, uh, measuring your time. So be like, I bought it 500,000 minutes ago. I, <laughs> that should be, that's like minutes. It's, it's close enough. Right. Oh, yeah. I my, haven't my Nintendo switch is 18 months. Uh, we're doing very well. I haven't looked into <laughs> the time frame on that because okay, I've only um, owned mine for a few months and this may be. An opportunity. Not even a few months. Hasn't it only been like a month? Yeah, you got it's like been, last month. No, it's been longer than that. You sure? Yeah. Because you bought it in July, didn't you? It's like it's been like close to two months now. It's been over a month for oh, sure. Oh, you bought it at the beginning of July. Oh, okay. Um That was two months ago almost. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. The uh and then uh GameStop is doing trade ins on uh the uh old switch. Uh, which will make the new model cost $75. You can switch uh, your switch. Yeah. Hey, you marketing. Can, you can choose to switch it up. <laughs> so that's nice. You and can switch if you want to. Basically, you double your bat battery life in doing so. I may just do that. I'm glad that I waited. Yeah, right. Of the four of us, you're the one who still ha doesn't have a switch. You're yeah. the one, Brooks. The one. I bought mine day one. I pre-ordered. I got mine a couple months in. I'm getting buying it. a console on day one is always a mistake. I always wait. I disagree. For that first little bit of time just to I, make sure. I only ever hear about disasters that come come from it. I never I never hear like, oh well, if you bought your console on this day one, then you probably have a fatal flaw in your hardware that is causing it to die. <laughs> it will right. explode. But they also usually do things to address that, and you know, like the the Joy-Con drift and stuff like that. There was it was just like no questions asked. You 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 know you they replaced them, and there was also originally a uh, connection issue with the left Joy-Con yep. as well. That's the um, one I skipped. By the time they, uh, by the time I bought my Switch, that had been fi uh, fixed in the new round. Yeah, so I don't have that issue anymore. Uh, meanwhile, I was experiencing none of those problems and playing the fuck out of breath of the wild and loving it absolutely loving it and 
they have had since launch a constant stream of uh, indie games that have been hitting that system. So, you know, Indeed. It, by the time, even before I was done with Breath of the Wild, because it's a fairly expansive game, uh, th I, there were a ton of other games that uh, I wanted to play and was happy to be playing mobile. So, well, <clears throat> la -dee da See, my issue with buying... My the always tenses up when Brooks clears his throat. <laughs> you never know what's about to happen. <laughs> what adventure are we about to go on? Uh, no, I, I have uh, pre-ordered the uh, new Genesis. Uh, the Genesis Mini. I, I was going to pre-order it. I'll, I'll probably just ask for it for Christmas or something like that from, from the benevolent uh, parents. Because uh, I want that Switch. I really do. Oh, yeah. It's taking priority. Although, as I say this right now, my uncle is probably putting the package in the mail. Um, is that a euphemism? No, no. He's, <laughs> he's, he's putting, uh, I'm getting that in that Neo Geo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. we'll have that next week. I'm That's cool. Very excited about that. Have a Neo Geo. I have been very... Party like it's 1988. <laughs> um, eventually, I'm not going to jump on it right now, but eventually... I am going to uh, be pre-ordering pre the TurboGrafx-16. I knew well. you were going to say that. Yep. In my mind's eye. <laughs> In, In his mind, mind palace. palace. The, the citadel of knowledge. <laughs> the citadel. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, I'm very stoked for the Genesis Mini. Uh, the early reviews have started to come in. No one's allowed to show more than 15 minutes of footage. Uh, but everyone has been saying that this makes up for years of shitty AT games made uh, Genesis uh, emulation. Uh, yeah, little doodads. Emulators. Does this Genesis come with or without Phil Collins? <laughs> yeah, you uh, <laughs> get him. Just just I blast him. <laughs> do it. Don't seek shelter near me. Can, can I do it? Can I do it? You know what's great? He's turning red, and I haven't done anything. He, no, he was all, he's sunburned. sunburned. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Pa pass, pass it over. Dan? No! Sega no. does what Nintendo don't. <laughs> I can't remember if I brought it up, but it fucking cracked me up. Uh, I can't remember if that I brought it up on the it. podcast, but I know I did in our group chat. Uh, watching um, uh, AVGN, uh, the James and Mike uh, oh, Mondays, Mondays mm -hmm. playing Shinobi 3. And uh, uh, James going, oh man, that's some uh, uh, Nintendo, or that's some Genesis does shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> and from now on, like, that's gotta be the exclamation for something that's like really awesome. Oh yeah, Ge that's some Genesis does shit. That's some Genesis does shit. Sega. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my, my first love, the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Um, there is some news that, uh, I, uh, remember seeing that may indicate that Super Nintendo games are coming to the Switch. 
sooner this, than we thought. This excites me. You mean more like the this the, the six directly. or the or eight that have been hanging out on the eShop store on the on the three DS because they never update those and it's yeah. like I I have all of these. So already. I mean, there's those, but like with three DS, that's all Virtual Console stuff. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Virtual Console isn't a thing on the Switch technically. Uh, so the their online component launched and they're like, we're just oh. going to make it a subscription service, start throwing NES games into it. And uh, the uh, when they did that, they had, you can buy directly from Nintendo Joy-Cons that are NES controllers. And so the way that they charge is they slide into either side, but they're full on replications of NES controllers oh, hell yeah. by design. Nice. And... Uh, um, that is you awesome. Know, really cool. I that is so cool. Did you not know about those? No, I do not either. Uh, they're, I mean, pretty expensive, but it's. I've been meaning to get them for a while. I want. So apparently, there's an FCC filing for new Super Nintendo controllers that are wireless. Ooh. And that, I mean, it could be for the. SNES Mini, but I wouldn't think so. No, I doubt that. No, yeah, that's... It would make much more sense that it would be prepping for Super Nintendo games to start hitting the Wii, or the Switch. The yeah. Wii, Jesus, what generation am I in? <laughs> what year is it? Are we in a time loop? 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 All right. No! <laughs> <laughs> Um, a marksman. <laughs> so yeah, I'm extremely stoked for that. Uh, and especially because those come with net play. So you could play multiplayer games uh, Ooh, online. you could play Bomberman online. Well, yep. probably they have it. Uh, or fucking Super Mario World, play multiplayer with, you know, any of your friends, wherever. I could play... Can from across another. the room. See, that's nice because the the most I've been able to do is run some some dumb bullshit that allowed you to run SNES emulators and com like connect to other people. Sure, for, and th that was a nightmare to do. So if I never have to do that again, into it. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Lesson to be learned: If you want people to stop pirating your games, just may give them new features and release them in easy ways that we could buy them. Go figure. Make oh, oh make God. the thing accessible. Yeah, the reason people emulate. If not for just not having enough money to buy an old cartridge that's worth two hundred dollars, is because you can't find those cartridges. They don't exist e like with easy access anymore. Yeah. So yeah, if you just give us access, we'll buy it. Yeah. Charge me ten dollars for a digital file of Mega Man X. I'll probably pay for it. Like I, I'd pay like seven ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, if that came out for ten dollars, you you would buy it. Bro. You'd at you least know. think about I it. I would buy Maverick Hunter X for ten dollars. Uh, speaking of which, I know that's why I brought it up. <laughs> um, so since Sony has long since declared end of life on the PlayStation Vita, I no longer feel guilty about hacking the shit out of that thing. <laughs> so did you I did feel guilty about that <laughs> to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, just because I don't want to get caught and banned because I was buying games legitimately. Right. So, um, the uh, now that it's end of life, like I'm probably not going to go digging through their, you know, the PlayStation Store on my Vita anytime soon. Um, and the hacks have gotten very, very good for the PlayStation Vita. It's been out long enough. They better. Yeah. And uh, so I 
and there are great step-by-step guides, like incredibly uh, involved step-by-step guides. Step by step. Nope. Uh, <laughs> what sucks though, and what or holds it back, is Sony's fucking um, memory, because they used uh, Memory Stick Pro Duo, or you know the you know Those weird little ones. memory stick mm-hmm. on the PSP, and then they made it even <coughs> smaller. I think it's called the M2, the small ones, uh, for uh, the Vita, and it has a maximum capacity, like the largest that I've been able to find. It's like 128 gigs, something Bunk, like that, which is not a lot for some of those games. And I mean, considering Borderlands Two is three gigs, Persona Four is three gigs. Yeah. Um, the uh, and at 128 gigs, it's priced more than the system is. So uh, I did find a an adapter called SD2 Vita, which would uh-huh. take a micro SD card, but it doesn't go into the memory slot. It's a game cart. That has a micro SD card. Oh, it's like an R4 slot on it. Yeah, kind of. Like an R4, okay. And which best is weird on a system that has a fucking memory slot, but you have to be running uh, custom firmware in order to use mm, it. Yeah, okay. So uh, I bought a fucking 400 gig micro SD card for 40 bucks. And now you have the entire library. And bought this so this card for, you know, I think it was like $10 on Amazon. And, uh, and now I have your oyster. Well, I have every single Nintendo game from every region on it. Every Super Nintendo, uh, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Genesis. Um, the Game Boy Genesis. Got a catch ball, <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> like every region, every game uh, for all of those systems on here. Uh, and I still have over 233 gigs free on the thing. Uh, and that's after adding a bunch of PSP games because they've got this thing called Adrenaline that turns the PSP subsystem that they use for, you know, loading the game, the PSP games, the limited PSP games that they made available through the store mm-hmm. uh, into a full-fledged PSP firmware that you boot into. So you go into the crossbar uh, nav that the PSP had and everything like that, and it has access to the same memory and, and all that, and you just drop the images on the card and it's fine hell yeah Uh, so like it has become one of the most emulation friendly uh systems out there for sure (laughs) making better use of it than sony did (laughs) yeah it's unfortunate it's really really unfortunate sony dropped the ball in the vita real hard i don't know if sony did or if it was just marketing and third party okay well i mean that's their hardware that they're kind of responsible for making sure. successful. Yeah. If they weren't pushing any third party developers or trying to entice anyone to use it, then yeah, they fucked up. But like it wasn't, it didn't take long for the Vita to become a visual novel and uh, JRPG platform. Who yeah. would have guessed? So, and that's unfortunate. And uh, living La Vita Loca, I guess. <sighs> yep. Yeah. <sighs> too tired for this i hate vi- <laughs> I, I, I hate visual novels that's all i can say i i tried i Upside, tried inside inside the- get out <laughs> um i tried the the metal gear solid one because I, <laughs> I, I i am a sucker for metal gear solid lore uh, sure it's, it's ridiculous and i love it it is ridiculous um, but uh, i was running a psp emulate emula- emulator on my laptop 
and because uh, that's that's how I was playing Maverick Hunter X because I didn't really yeah. have to play it and um, <clears throat> it's weird <laughs> it's weird and I don't like it yeah it's like it's like one step beyond like interactive DVD menu games yeah pretty exactly much. <laughs> pretty much you know it's like oh cool to the dragons layer novels yeah. Um, Visual novels are just what should be a TV show, but they didn't have the budget. It's called storyboarding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they got to the point where they were done storyboarding the the what, the show that they were trying to make, and they're like, "Well, we're out of money." So, and these days, it's storyboarding with an excuse to get people off on anime porn. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Steam. Thank yeah. you for accepting these games onto the green light. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> um. Though uh, when it when the PSP uh, I, when the PSP Go first came out, or it may have been when the PSP first came out, uh, there was one called uh, Corpse Party, um, which there are various flavors of visual novels. Uh, some have uh, game-like elements where you're actually walking around in an overworld, but it's primary purpose is to tell this story there's not a lot present that could be mistaken for game mechanics uh and corpse party is one of those but it's it's a horror anime thing and that was fucking rad uh i remember really enjoying corpse party a lot but aside from that all the stereotypical ones that everyone seems to flock to and everyone seems to be making yeah kind of one of the million games with the word sakura in the name yeah right, <laughs> right? <laughs> card captor sakura <laughs> um yeah, genji the... days of sakura <laughs> <laughs> Hacking the Vita has made me very happy uh, because while there were not a lot of games uh, that are great that were released for the Vita, there were a ton of good games for the PSP. So going, being able to go back and revisit things like Maverick Hunter X and being able to things uh, revisit things like Mega Man Powered Up, yeah, and that's um, so adorable. It's it's so cute. Wipeout Pulse and Pure, uh, the old out. Burnout games before Burnout went open world. Before Burnout got uh, burnt out, there was like Burnout Dominator yeah. and Burnout uh, something else that was really good. You had some weird ones Burnout on there Paradise. too, like all the Ape Escape was games that, they made. Burnout Paradise was the Ape open Escape world. Ape so Escape good. did come I, out. Yeah. I still have the first one. Yep. First Ape Escape is great. Ape Escape, yeah. What was the one yeah. that came out after Burnout 3? Was that Burnout Paradise? Was it Paradise? I think Paradise was the, the most next mainline one, one yeah. Um, the ones on on Vita, or on PSP were post-Burnout 3, but were not released on other systems. I thought there was one in between. Burnout also, you got you have got Castlevania um, Dracula X yes, uh, collection. Yes, uh, that is uh, one that so I was you just get, like, recently the playing. Real, you get the real one instead of that terrible port on the SNES. Yeah, uh, well, and this is a remastered 2.5 yeah, version, so which is really solid and uh, contains within it Symphony of the Night. Yes, it does. Didn't the PSP also have a uh, pretty good Diablo? Like, wasn't it called Untold Legends or something yep, like yep, that? Yeah, that game was pretty rad. PSP uh, had a good library. You, PSP you, really you, did have a good. You also library. had some Sonic Racing games that made sense. <laughs> like, uh, the graphics were really good too. Like, it just felt like a powerful system. Like yeah, the PSP. I think that they did a really solid job with the PSP, and even solid job uh, in the hardware iterations because the PSP Go was a a smart design choice. I've always been impressed when Sony tries to do something handheld. It's just not successful enough for them to really invest in the market, and it's kind of a bummer. It was yeah. Cool, it was cool it's that because, it, it had that cross. Yeah, Nintendo monopolizes uh, cross-platform stuff you could do with your PS3. Yeah, because like uh, like 
uh, my, you know, Brent was doing that all the time when we were living together. He's just like, you check it out. Look, I can do this. I'm like, my, my DS can play games. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I it's love got a calculator. My, I love that my Vita can still do remote play with my PS4. Mm-hmm. Brent, does your PSP have picto chat? I didn't <laughs> think so. <laughs> Take that. Um, hey, don't talk mean about picto chat. That my, shit was fun. My console has two screens. <laughs> <laughs> two screens are better than one. It's simple math. Actually, he also had a DS. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a shame. And I hope that Sony uh, doesn't abandon handheld uh, because of the way that the Vita went. I think that they might. I hope that they learn from their lessons and learn by watching Nintendo and they take do some something better. I hope they take some time and in a couple of years just be like, just, you know, be like, oh, by the way. Yeah, right. You know, here's a here's a brand new handheld that's got lots of third party support and it's doesn't have hardware issues and and it's easy to get and the games are cheap and they hold and a lot of memory. And we don't have proprietary memory cards that you're forced to buy. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh and the economy's fixed and uh, there's there's insurance and healthcare for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's just starting to sound unfeasible. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I thought it started to sound unfeasible at the beginning of that. <laughs> I just wonder how much of a fault it really is. I mean, Sony obviously didn't market as well, and it wasn't a perfect. Those aren't perfect systems. But uh, is it how much more of it is it is it more of a demographic kind of thing, and just how much Nintendo has cornered the market with handhelds? It just seems like it's been very difficult. Like there have been really good handheld, like the the Shield, and and obviously the Vita is is well loved by people who have them. The Leapster. But it's just it seems like the demographic for that is very different than what yeah, the DS is. The big for. T- taking the lion's share of the uh, the mobile market away from Nintendo is going to be a daunting task for anybody, especially at this point. Yeah. However, um, the big thing that has made all of those things fail is games yeah yeah those games typically aren't great you need psp i wouldn't i wouldn't consider the psp a failure because the psp had great games sold well uh it was if the psp was a failure they never would have made the vita yeah Yeah, right i I knew people that had psps you know yeah it's it's not like you know it's one of those things where some weird kid down the street you grew up with had a 3do or something like right (laughs) and i mean there or or a fucking jaguar god forbid um there uh um <laughs> where did you learn to fly chills. <laughs> yeah the jaguar sends chills down my spine it's like it's like speaking the true name of a cursed entity <laughs> the the big mistake that they made like with the psp all cried out in unison and, and were silenced <laughs> the the big mistake that they made with the psp was the umd me- media format yeah that was uh but flash memory was not uh, as inexpensive then as, as it is today yeah. and for the sizes of games that they were aiming to do having it be on a mini dvd format made more sense and the, so i understand that decision like you know the fucking size of ds carts they're like two megs tops i needed something to listen to my extensive mini disc uh, yeah. library <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the, the big thing that has held them back, uh, has, and uh, all, everything that you listed has and always will be games. The NVIDIA shield great in, in theory and great if you're willing to put the time into it, but not marketable, uh, because it's just an Android tablet. 
that's it. That's all it has going for it. And when people, especially gamers, who are going to be the people buying these things, uh, are told it's an Android tablet, we still have it in our head that Android's for babies who aren't playing real games. Hard to rise up when you're playing on Android. (laughs) Thank you. You don't say that anymore. Phone, you <laughs> oh, sorry. Got my phone wet. Whatever, his phone's water no! resistant. Dan, take take this phone. <laughs> I'm the only one responsible enough to hold this because I don't abuse the power. <laughs> this coursing one, through my veins. This spray bottle is a, is a terrifying tool. <laughs> like, um, oh, send it to the fire. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Wear around my neck on a chain. Wear around my neck on a chain. Oh my god! But yeah, I think if ever uh, is a time, you know, for a handheld to do extremely well, it's now. And uh, it, because things are shrinking down so much, I mean, we, we see the power that the Switch is capable of. Um, the Vita was surprisingly underpowered, despite the fact that it had Borderlands 2 on it. Borderlands 2 played like fucking hot garbage on that system. Just disgustingly chunky. Um, But we've got the Switch now with fucking Doom on it and Wolfenstein and shit like that. You know, when you say that out of context, it doesn't sound that impressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. When you're not oh, thinking man. about specific my, eras. My, yeah. my, my TI-86 can run Doom. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has uh, Microsoft's mobile uh, or handheld uh, solution is leaked, uh, which looks like two sides of a very stylishly modified uh, Xbox controller that <laughs> he just got one sandwich that sandwich a phone in between. <laughs> the way you were holding your hand out like this, I was just expecting it to be like it's an Xbox. This big. It's like it's just no, it's, it's just an Xbox with controllers. It's glued basically to the side. meant to plug in onto either side of a phone. And for specifically for playing Xbox cloud shit. Yeah. Yeah. Consider me disinterested. Yeah. yeah, I don't really care. But yeah. I haven't really, I haven't Xbox. really cared about Xbox since I had an Xbox. Yeah, I still I enjoy my Xbox house. One, but I don't play it as often as other things. Um, I'm a PC gamer. <laughs> PC master race. And the recently released or leaked specs for the GPU in the PS4 are suggesting that it is going to be the first home console that will be more powerful than home PC gaming. You mean the PS5? Or PS5, yes. Okay, I was like, that's a little confusing. My brain is, what year is (laughs) it? Until all of us genius PC gamers spend two grand on a graphics card. Yeah, Yeah. right. (laughs) That'll be outdated next week, loser. Well, the specs of their uh, video card are... And this is first iteration for PS5. You know, keep in mind that they're probably going to bump everything up two years in. Um, are put it equivalent to a video card that you could spend six hundred dollars buying today? Okay. Wow. So 
you wow. know, about the equivalent but, of uh, the power of my current PC. But <laughs> but will it run Crisis? Oh, Good shut up. Lord. <laughs> We've moved past that no benchmark. Books. It Thank will you. run Crisis 2. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's eating her. This guy eat me. Oh, no. Come on, it's Troll 2. Yeah. It's, it, oh, duh. Even <laughs> I understand that Come reference. On, no, man. I was... God damn. Um, victory is mine. I made a... Well, uh, admittedly please terrible horror movie. spray him for declaring reference. victory, please. He's not allowed I to celebrate. I this. Okay. Not that! <laughs> Blast him! Do it. Do it. Let the power of the Do dark it. side flow through. Oh. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Strike him down with all your hatred and soon your journey to the dark side. Do it. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do something that I don't often do. I'm going to engage with Tyler in a uh, I'm, I'm going to are we doing trust prop- falls I thought we were going to have a topless robot makeout set um, <laughs> I'm going to propose to I'm, <laughs> I'm going to prompt Tyler yes. to talk about oh. something oh ooh. oh are we going on a bathroom break now is that it <laughs> <laughs> so No Man's Sky Beyond came out this week yes uh, I saw it I haven't had a chance to play it yet. okay had that was the end of that That's the it end. ended poorly <laughs> cool next segment <laughs> That came out. On, that came out on Thursday, I think. No, it, it came out on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Okay. Well, Tuesday or Wednesday? Well, yeah. I, I had no. It, it, no, it was Wednesday. I had band practice Wednesday, and then uh, Thursday I was uh, dead. What happened on Thursday? I was dead. Yeah. Why didn't you stay that way? <laughs> because, uh, like most undead things, I come back to uh, inconvenience others. Fair. So. Uh, what have uh, all of you been playing this week? I revisited Hyperlight Drifter again. That is such a good game. It's, oh, that's right. And uh, yeah. we were talking about before the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Hyperlight Drifter and uh, Mutant uh, Year Zero. Yeah. Uh, who, are, who published uh, Hyperlight Drifter? What? Who published Hyperlight Drifter? Who published it? Heart Machine. Heart Machine? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I, it's one of those games that like could be Devolver if you don't know any better. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you were about to make fun of me. Yeah, I, I, know. I, yeah, I was I too. slipped I was like, up or no. something because you're like <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I was actually, I, I actually didn't know and I assumed it was Devolver. Yeah, well, no, it was Heart Machine. Well, it's, okay. it's free now, so get it. Yeah. I mean, I already have it. I love that game. Free so much. on the Epic Store, uh, Hyper Light Drifter and Mutant Year, uh, Mutant Year Zero. Uh, but go on, sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, I've been playing that. <laughs> Such a good game. I kick, uh, kickstarted that um, back when. Mm, yeah. yeah I, uh, I, I know there was a limited edition uh, SNES cart. Oh, really? Version of that some, floating around somewhere. That's what, awesome. What it's, is, like that, it's, like, it's like that blue color, the main guy. Yeah. So. What is your chosen fighting style on Hyperlight Drifter Brooks? What's I, your preference? Not dying. <laughs> <laughs> Lame. No, I, I like to. Um, I'm, I'm pretty aggressive with uh, with it as far as. Um, are you looking? What, what are you, are you? Am I uh, the gun person or am I? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different power ups you can buy. You can change oh, your right, dashing right, right, style. Right, right. Like uh, for example, I do whatever I can in any game to cut everything in half in a single blow. So I, 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 I use the charge that. swing constantly. <laughs> I, I just got that. Um, uh, essential equipment for me is I need to be able to deflect projectiles. 
uh, which I use. Oh yeah, that's that's so useful. Yeah, it's you have that and and the the three dash, uh, or the multi, not three dash, but the chain. Yeah, yeah, dashing. the chain dash. Yeah, and when you slam yourself into a wall and fall over. <laughs> yeah, yes, I yes I have. <laughs> the first time I did it, <laughs> and the thirty eighth time I did it. Um, and then apart from that, um, I was played a little more. Bleh, I played a little bit more Snatcher this week. Just because I love that game so much. Yeah. Did you uh did you beat Katana Zero yet? No, I've been giving that a break. You need to finish that. Your computer game. Oh, has been giving that a break. Yeah. I I'm I'm planning on on finishing that probably this coming week. I've just been kind of busy. The the later you get into that game, the crazier the story gets, and it's so good. Yeah, it's 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 I, I have reached a point where things have things are beginning to go a little nuts. So Yeah, and it's it's only gonna get crazier. I assume so. It's such a good game. I still need to beat it. How about you, Dan? Didn't get to play much, but I did start playing Fire Emblem finally. Oh. Yep. Oh. And, and we got a good six, uh, six episodes out of that yeah, session. Yeah, and most of the episodes felt more like Fire Emblem Talking Simulator than they did Fire Emblem Three Houses. But yeah, we got out of six episodes, three battles, I think. Maybe. Uh, but the taste of combat that I've gotten so far is actually pretty good. I, I don't have a whole lot to complain about yet, which is nice. The refreshing... Running around the monastery and just like doing fetch quests is kind of boring, but nothing about it has been super offensive. I'm sure something will be offensive at some point. I know there are tea parties. I'm going to do whatever I can to not Fuck have yeah. tea parties. <laughs> no, dude, go to the tea parties. I just want to see Dan at a tea party. Just <laughs> do whatever you can for XP. Well, so that's the thing. This is something I have to bring up is uh, your professor level does go up when you do tasks around the monastery, uh. which increases the amount of things you can do each time, which give you more experience and make your unit stronger. So you really do have to do some dumb grinding where every time you fish, it's a rhythm mini game and every fish you catch is worth experience. So every, every month or every week that I go in, I have to find a bunch of bait and fish so I can maximize my experience <laughs> games and I don't enjoy the fishing. That is my big complaint so far. Fishing, it is really simple. Fishing yeah. and tea parties. It just sounds like you're living a fantasy life. Like, right, yeah. Like, this sounds life, like your game. The life I want to live. I don't want to cut entire armies in half or anything. No, no. I, just, <laughs> I, don't I just want to run around the monastery and flirt with cute anime boys. <laughs> the the fishing like is, uh, you guys remember uh, the game, uh, the DS game Elite Beat Agents? Yeah, yeah. that game is, rules. It is Elite Beat Agents. The, the circle coming down oh. in, you have to hit it at the right time. Yeah. At least it's not as bad as the fishing in Sonic Adventure. That was nothing. Oh as bad as that. God! And Ed, Ryan and I have also found the, the the unit that we're going to be giving the most love towards. Absolutely, it's just this hulking dude named Raphael who only talks about eating and lifting bags of rocks to be strong. He's awesome. <laughs> so far, awesome. So far, I have him pegged, again, as the unit that is most likely to cut someone in half in a single blow. <laughs> <laughs> and. Is, he makes a really nice chamomile. Yes, I'm sure he does. <laughs> and our first episode of that is going to be coming out today. So if you're Product watching this placement. on uh, YouTube, uh, you can find that uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, or if you're watching us on Facebook, you can find it there as well. And in the future, we're going to have a guest on who's never been on any Topless Robot stuff before. Uh, she is a huge fan of Fire Emblem. So we'll have uh, some, some fresh conversations. Who could it be? You'll maybe, find out. Maybe you won't be stuck in a time loop for the first time. Stop <laughs> robot. Or maybe you will be. Who knows? How about you, Tyler? It may not um, be the I right actually, time. 
Because I've been super ADD with gaming lately. Uh, I picked up Horizon Zero Dawn again. Because <laughs> I was sitting on my couch, not wanting to go dying. to my... As, as I mentioned before, not wanting to go and do anything. I was on my couch for the first time in weeks. So I sat down and I looked at my, my shelf and my eye was drawn to my copy of Horizon Zero Dawn. I was like, oh... I haven't beaten I mean, that's that. a cool game, so... Yeah, it is a pretty great game. So I sat down and played that a whole bunch and immediately remembered why I fucking love that game. It's yep. so good. Every aspect of that game is just enjoyable as fuck as far as... This is, Laser cyber dinosaur fights. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is super rad so yeah, extremely I good play game. a whole bunch of that and then yeah besides that this was another really busy week next week is finally not busy so i'm gonna play some nice. yeah i don't have i don't think i have anything going on this coming week i don't have any any appointments or anything i'm just gonna settle in and play some katana zero i'm sure i have a lot of things that i'm forgetting that i have to do mm-hmm. um but i have been playing uh metroid uh uh fusion uh, because I picked up oh, that yeah, Game Boy yeah, Advance yeah. SP at uh, Game On. I picked up Metroid Fusion and Metroid Zero Mission and uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit and uh, Kirby Pinball. I loved it, man. You bought that thing and we were sitting at the booth and you were like a gleeful little child. It's like, <laughs> I just want to play my Game Boy. <laughs> it's so great. People are coming up. Go away. We're a, here just like, mm. we're a podcast. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> you want a sticker? Hey, spray him in the face. Do things. Hey, cool. There you okay. go. Um, and uh, since I hacked my uh, Vita, I started playing Link's Awakening uh, because I never played the original. Link's oh, Awakening. or you... I, I've started it several times. I don't think I've ever beaten. Link's well, what Awakening. do you think? I like it. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I've it's been a playing game. Uh, Link's Awakening DX, so the Game the Boy Color, Color one, version. Yeah. yeah, that's what I have on my on my uh, 3DS. And uh, I uh, have also been playing uh, Blazing Chrome because I bought that. Blazing Chrome. <laughs> I fucking love that game. I uh, bought it on uh, Switch, and it's just such a good fucking game. I yeah, I, I must finish it. Blazing Chrome is masterfully crafted. I have one more level. Did I beat the boss on that that third level? The spider boss? Okay, it was a spider. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. with the weird yep, yep, the yeah. legs. That spider yeah, boss oh, was sick. Oh little... yeah, with the weird dancey yeah, robot afterwards. Little... Yeah, yep. Um, I think you ended up beating that one. Yeah, I just, I just have have the last the. Yep. Yep. I assume it's the last level. Well, until it reveals more. And then there's like coming uh, fall of 2019. Yeah, right. But wait, there's No, more. they've got that Shinobi game that we need to play. Mm-hmm. Yup. What's that? I have. That, uh, I can't remember. I'm going to be practicing. I'm going I'm to be playing Shinobi 3 again. Uh, and I'm going to be so good. Remember how Contra did not prepare you for Blazing Chrome. Yeah, but I, I also hadn't played Contra in a while. Joy so. Masher. Yeah, Joy Masher is the name of the company. That's right. Joy Masher. We, I think we have we ever actually talked about They're on the from yeah. Brazil. Yeah. Brazil. Yeah, okay. Ponytail. They're fantastic. I yeah. Like yeah. I we, like we, what, we what we, we, we talked about them a lot during the, the uh, Blazing Chrome uh, yeah. videos. So True. Uh, obviously, another playthrough. I highly recommend people check out. It's a lot of fun, and I die a lot. <laughs> also, buy that game. Support these yeah, people. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no this kidding. No kidding. Because that one really flew under the radar. And it's the best it, Contra game ever. Yeah. I was so shocked I heard nothing about it that Ryan just dropped that one on me. I was just like, how the fuck have I not seen this before? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fucking it's rad. Brilliant. It's brilliant. Even if I suck massive balls at that game. 
I am not. I, I haven't. I haven't had to like knuckle down in a, in a video game, playing a video game in a long time. Like with something he had that, to lean yeah. forward in his chair and everything, turned his hat sideways. Like I felt, I felt, I, I felt like a teenager again. Time to get serious. Time to get cereal. <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, we have come to the end of the podcast. Aww. Uh Thank you. Turn the lights off. Carry Tyler, me home. go home. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for watching and or listening we'll see you next week bye bye see you later